This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. More bets, better odds at playsugarhouse.com. Sign up today at playsugarhouse.com and don't forget to use our promo code HOUSE to take advantage of their first deposit match up to $250. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. 2020 is finally over, and I can safely say it's been one of the most challenging and, quite frankly, one of the worst years the gambling industry has ever faced. Coming up, we're going to take a look at some of the big stories from 2020 and how the gambling industry coped with the pandemic. We're also going to look ahead to some of the big stories we can expect to see in 2021. As always, when we want to hear what's going on in the gambling world, we talk with Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective. And that's exactly what we're going to do right after this. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready, and health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-231-9279. That's 800-231-9279. 800-231-9279. Tax Solutions Now is a complimentary referral service that connects callers to companies that provide tax services. Money matters. If you owe thousands in back taxes to the IRS, how much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I paid less than I owe. That's right. Money matters. So call Tax Solutions Now and get the IRS off your back. Since 2014, Tax Solutions Now has been a leader in the tax resolution industry. Remove wage garnishments, property liens, fines, and penalties. Qualify for the Fresh Start program or even uncollectible status. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I owed the IRS over $10,000. I paid a fraction of what I owed. Call now to reduce or even eliminate your back taxes. I called Tax Solutions Now and got the IRS off my back. Thanks. You saved us a ton of money. Money matters. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you call now and find out call 800-683-7377-800-683-7377-800-683-7377 is your bathroom looking old and worn out want to update it but you don't know where to start then let VCI Bath & Shower show you how to turn that old bath into an aisle of beauty and functionality. Our residential bathroom solutions provide the best value on the market, and our customer service is second to none. Our cost-effective BCI Bath & Shower family of products has what you need. Remodeling our bathroom was a big decision for us. They didn't make a mess out of our house at all. And at the end of the day, we had a beautiful new bathroom. And it was a great experience the whole way through. We have the best monthly payment programs in the industry with payments as low as $68 per month or no interest, no payments for 18 months. 
That's right. Get the bathroom of your dreams now and pay for it in 2021. Call 1-800-462-5722 for a free no-obligation price quote. That's 1-800-462-5722. When you want quality bathroom products at a great price, it's got to be BCI Bath & Shower. That's 1-800-462-5722. You're listening to House of Cards. You are more in need of a night in Atlantic City than any man I've ever met. I'd say sit down at a table, go for dinner, see a show, take a walk on the boardwalk and smell the salt air. But if you're anything like me, nothing after sit down at a table is going to happen. House of Cards, Dave Weishaddle with you. 2020 is finally gone. I'm sure I can speak for a lot of people when I say I'm glad it's over. But a new year is here, and already we have a couple of states ready to make their mark in the gambling market. And sports betting, of course, is still the hot gambling topic in the news. And when we want to find out what's happening in the gambling world, we get a hold of one of our favorite guests from usbets.com and Better Collective. We have Adam Small on the line. Adam, thanks for joining us. Awesome to be back, as always, for the first time in 2021. Great to be with you. Oh, it's great to have you. And I, I, I'm not speaking out of school when I say, without a doubt, 2020 has been one of the most challenging years in the gambling industry has ever faced. I mean, certainly we can look at the revenue numbers. We can take a look at the jobs lost. But as we sit here in January and the p- pandemic's still going on, do we really even have a clear view of the damage that's been done to the gambling industry last year? Do we have to wait a little while until the analysts really tell us what really happened to the gambling industry in the last year? Yeah, I, I think there's going to be some kind of, you know, I, I don't want to use the word autopsy. That would be wrong here because, you know, no one died and the industry's not going to die. But uh, there's definitely extensive short and long-term damage, I think, to the uh, certainly to the brick-and-mortar gambling industry to, uh, you know, the venues that demand that a lot of people spend uh, long periods of time inside and heavily air-conditioned buildings with, you know, it's just, it's just a recipe for a lot of problems during a, during a pandemic with an airborne illness. And so, I mean, everything's understandable, but I think the job loss and economic pain suffered by people who depended on this industry is immense. Um, as far as the specifics of it, you know, being a guy that follows primarily the online gambling and sports betting industry, we've actually seen a lot of growth in the past year, sort of, I guess, maybe somewhat counterintuitively. Um, some states and operators have kind of hastened their entry into the online world as a result of everything that's been going on with the pandemic. And I think that you know, in and out of this industry, there's been a lot of movement towards the, you know, what some would say was the inevitable future in a number of industries. But, um, you know, gambling is one of them where just more and more moves online. Uh, one example of that is Illinois, where uh, a law was passed allowing sports betting, but for online sports betting, in-person registration was required until the industry had been online for 18 months. And by executive order, the governor of Illinois waived that requirement back in the summer. And then uh, because of the nature of executive orders only lasting uh, a month each time, he's just continually renewed this executive order every every 30 days or so. And that requirement basically went out the window. Illinois has become a, a statewide mobile state and looks very likely to stay that way uh, for, for the you know foreseeable future. And so, um, you know, there's been a lot of growth online and I think online is the future. And so, you know, that could kind of save the industry in a lot of ways while, while brick and mortar has been hurt. And, and I do agree, you know, getting back to your original question, Dave, that long term, uh, we don't know what the pain is yet, but I imagine uh, people's behavior isn't just going to go back to what it was before. Um, there's not going to be some moment where everyone decides that the pandemic's not a concern anymore or that germs aren't a concern anymore. I've kind of joked, but not really joked to <laughs> family and friends that I'll probably wear a mask on airplanes for the rest of my life. Sure. Um, <laughs> I've, it's not like something we've never seen before. It's just something that we didn't do personally. Uh, I think in a lot of other cultures it's been normal. And I, I just, I think casinos are another example. One of these things that, 
might just feel a bit ickier to people than it did before because we're all so much more germ conscious now. So uh, that story has yet to be told, but I can imagine it's not going to go back to uh, what normal was before all this. I've heard a lot of people in the gambling field trying to figure out when we're going to return to normal, if we can ever return to normal. I've heard some people say maybe at the end of this year, maybe at the start of 2022, and other people say, you know, well, we have to wait till the vaccine is distributed and maybe travel gets back into what it was again. I mean, have you heard of anyone saying, or I'm sure everyone has an opinion, when we may get back to normalcy in terms of the brick-and-mortar gambling industry, have you heard anyone saying when they we might see that? Well, I think that when I hear people ask when things will get back to normal, I kind of tend to think they're asking the wrong question mm-hmm. because I don't think the normal of before will be the normal of after. Uh, and I know that maybe the underlying question is, uh, you know, when will we get back to a time where casinos are growing again and where, you know, just in-person activity like that is growing again. And, and I do think that the, uh, the curve back in an upward direction will, will resume in 2021. I think that, you know, people will begin to loosen up and, go to uh go to these venues and start spending their time there gradually uh you know as vaccine rolls out as just people start to get more comfortable in public spaces again and indoor public spaces in particular i do think that you know this will get better in 2021 but you know if people are sort of looking for that that normal again where you know everyone just passes around chips on the table and um, you know, like at the poker table or whatever, just like, you know, everyone, all the chips go in the middle and then get shoved to the person and everyone's comfortable touching everything that everyone else has touched and yeah, sitting around yeah. the table, breathing on each other. Um, I just, I don't know, man, I think it might take a bit longer. We've, we've just, we've changed behavior patterns and that has to be taken into account when projecting the future. Okay. Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from Turnpike Sports with this week's Bet Flash. New Jersey had a huge month for sports betting in December. According to the figures released by the state's Division of Gaming Enforcement, New Jersey sportsbooks reported a handle of $996.3 million, setting a national single-month handle record. The year-to-date handle for the state in 2020 was more than $6 billion, a national record for yearly handle. BetMGM and the Washington Nationals have entered into a deal making BetMGM the team's official sports betting partner. The deal also includes the creation of a BetMGM sportsbook at Centerfield Social on stadium grounds, plus in-stadium, social media, and digital signage for the sportsbook. BetMGM will also launch an app for use in and around Nationals Park. And finally, BetAmerica has announced that Brett Favre will be their new sports betting ambassador and the face of Twin Spires' bet-dedicated media campaign. The Hall of Fame quarterback will appear in ads for Twin Spires across their digital and social media platforms. The new ads will be seen first in Michigan when online sports betting goes live. From the seaside to the desert, for the betting lines to the sites online, Turnpike Sports has got you covered. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Turnpike Sports.
You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective. You know, as you said, in the last year, we saw incredible growth in the online casinos, online poker, online sports betting. I mean, you and Better Collective run some of the best gambling news sites in the industry. Were that, was that the big story of 2020? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's still, um, you know, online sports betting is still available in a minority of U.S. states even though it's available in a lot more than it was before. And probably by the time your listeners hear this, Michigan will also be online. Um, we're recording here on, on January 20th, by the way. And I, I like to you know tell people the most important news story and news sure. item of the day today is, is that Michigan sports betting and online casino is about to launch. And, you know, in my little world, that's true. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think that, it was the big story, online sports betting and, you know, to a lesser extent, online casino growth. But a bigger part of that story is still just that so much of the country doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. That when Michigan launches online casino this week, that there's still going to be really only the third state of consequence to have that product. West Virginia has it uh, a little bit. And uh, Delaware, I think, technically has some online casino games. But, uh, you know, Michigan, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania are the only states that have really rolled it out at scale. And, uh, and so that leaves, you know, 40 plus states that have this massive industry waiting to enter. And then with online sports betting, yes, there are more states. You've got the Colorado, Tennessee, uh, Virginia coming soon, um, Indiana, a handful of these states that have launched online sports betting without the other uh, products in the industry, but it's still a fairly small number of states and you've still got the big four that are not particularly close, you know, Prince and Rumblings out of New York, but really New York, Texas, Florida, and California, none of them are states that everyone's holding their breath waiting for. Uh, and, and they represent a huge percentage of the, of the total U.S. population. And so I think while the story is, yes, the growth of online 2020 was a good year for that, there's still just so much more ahead of us in the next 10 years of online poker coming back and proliferating among many states and networking between states so that we have big player pools again in the U.S. like we did, you know, a decade ago. And, uh, and of online casino becoming, you know, something that's in more states. We've already heard Indiana talking about adding that to what they're offering on top of sports betting and, uh, and, and a sports betting becoming even more mainstream. Uh, I think, you know, 2021, we're already sure that two of the biggest states, Michigan and Virginia, are going to get it very soon. But also, uh, there's a lot of belief that Ohio and Georgia, where I live, both could happen. And all of a sudden, you've got pretty much everything but those big four in the top uh, top 10 to 12 U.S. states uh, will have sports betting at that point. So we are moving towards this being a much bigger thing even than it is now. Well, let me ask you about the online casinos. I mean, the numbers are incredible for last year. I mean, here in New Jersey, I'm, I'm seeing a online casino commercial every five minutes. Do you think that online casinos have found a sustainable audience because of the pandemic? Or do you think when the pandemic ends, the numbers can go back where they were before the uh, pandemic hit? Uh, I don't think they're going back where they were. Um, I think it's another question of behavior changes. Uh, it's also, at least to some extent, a different audience, the online casino audience than the brick and mortar audience. And, uh, I think it's, look, I think it's a, it's a sticky product. It's a popular product that 
people like to use that is very accessible and uh, is, is fun maybe in some in different ways than taking a trip to a casino is fun. And uh, I, I don't think it's going to go away. I, I definitely believe that the growth is here to stay. It's possible that it will grow at a slower pace uh, or just grow less overall when brick and mortar is at least somewhat competing for people's attention or, you know, just in general when uh, outside the house activities are competing more for people's attention. But uh, I definitely don't believe it, it could or would go back to where it was before the pandemic. You know, as you said, one of the stories that has remained at the top of the list for big stories in the gambling industry is the growth of sports betting. I mean, it seems like every week states are breaking either state records or national records. I mean, Iowa had a great month. Pennsylvania just broke a state handle record. Rhode Island just set a state sports betting record for handle. I mean, and New Jersey is churning out incredible numbers. I mean, it just almost got a billion dollars in handle in the month of December. Is the success of these states leading other states to take notice of sports betting and really start thinking about the sports betting seriously? Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I think it's a multi multi part answer there. Yes, absolutely. the uh, The big revenue numbers are making more states consider this. That's without a doubt true. Um, you know, pretty much every U.S. state has a budget issue. Um, some some worse than others, but yeah. they pretty much all need more money. And, uh, especially now. And, uh, you know, sports betting is a product that generally has public support. I mean, even in, um, you know, the more kind of socially conservative states where gambling is frowned upon more, it's still generally pretty popular. Um, you, you might have to go somewhere like Utah to really find a place <laughs> where, where there's a majority against, uh, legal sports betting. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, there's, there's less friction about legalizing, a lot more incentive to do it. But on top of that, um, I can give an example of, of where I live, Georgia, uh, another reason that this has happened, which is we've got uh, several professional sports teams here in Georgia. We've got the Atlanta Braves, the Atlanta Falcons, the Hawks, and then we've also got the Atlanta United Football Club. Um, all of these teams are very popular and, and powerful in local and state politics. And they've all come out in support of legalized sports betting. So at the end of the day, when the state politicians, the legislators look at this issue uh, and look at the bills that have been introduced, because a, a bill has already been introduced here in Georgia for this year, uh, they have to think, well, who all is really out there against this? Like, who's going to punish us politically for passing this versus, you know, which groups are going to reward us politically. And at the end of the day, I think that they're going to be happy to know that what they're doing is supported by the, by the sports industry, by the local sports teams, uh, by most of the population, at least around Atlanta, which is the majority of of the state population is in the Atlanta area. And, uh, and just realize that maybe the, the potential backlash from, certain communities in other parts of the state just isn't a big enough impediment to continue to hold back on this issue. You know, a a little while back you mentioned uh, New York is considering uh, online sports betting. I mean, I think one of the statistics about New Jersey's numbers is that 20% of that handle came from New York residents. If New York, which will probably have online sports betting this year, when that happens, is that a game changer for New Jersey? And also, is New York getting online sports betting a game changer for the rest of the nation? Yes, and yes. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I gotta tell you, everyone's terrified in New Jersey. In New Jersey. Everyone's terrified in New Jersey when New York gets <laughs> sports betting online. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that you know the, the apocalyptic talk is probably <laughs> a bit overblown. Um, New Jersey is going to be just fine. Uh, first of all, many of the operators in New York will be the same operators as New Jersey. So, um, you know, from a perspective of the businesses, you know, if someone who's a customer of FanDuel in New Jersey ends up being a customer of FanDuel in New York, FanDuel is fine. I realize that there's a state tax revenue issue here, but, uh, you know, I, I think that, yes, New Jersey could suffer a setback of sorts, but I would look at it from a different perspective of, New Jersey has been getting revenue um, that, you know, was coming from out of state for a while that was 
uh, even minus that 20% or whatever number it is, it's still going to be significantly bigger than it was a year ago today. And so uh, I think people got to look at the positives and just not, not assume that every dollar that's coming in today will always be a dollar that you've earned for every year in the future. It's, it's not how business or industry works in general. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they should be too worried. Um, New York also, uh, well, there's some talk of, you know, that, that being up by this coming football season, I'm going to take the under on that <laughs> and say that it's still maybe a bit away. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and Six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. Tax Solutions Now is a complimentary referral service that connects callers to companies that provide tax services. Money matters. If you owe thousands in back taxes to the IRS, how much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I paid less than I owe. That's right. Money matters. So call Tax Solutions Now and get the IRS off your back. Since 2014, Tax Solutions Now has been a leader in the tax resolution industry. Remove wage garnishments, property liens, fines, and penalties. Qualify for the Fresh Start program or even uncollectible status. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I owed the IRS over $10,000. I paid a fraction of what I owed. Call now to reduce or even eliminate your back taxes. I called Tax Solutions Now and got the IRS off my back. Thanks. You saved us a ton of money. Money matters. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you call now and find out call 800-683-7377 is your bathroom looking old and worn out want to update it but you don't know where to start then let bci bath and shower show you how to turn that old bath into an aisle of beauty and functionality our residential bathroom solutions provide the best value on the market, and our customer service is second to none. Our cost-effective BCI Bath & Shower family of products has what you need. Remodeling our bathroom was a big decision for us. They didn't make a mess out of our house at all. And at the end of the day, we had a beautiful new bathroom. And it was a great experience the whole way through. We have the best monthly payment programs in the industry, with payments as low as $68 per month, or no interest, no payments for 18 months. That's right. Get the bathroom of your dreams now and pay for it in 2021. Call 1-800-462-5722 for a free no-obligation price quote. That's 1-800-462-5722. When you want quality bathroom products at a great price, it's got to be BCI Bath & Shower. That's 1-800-462-5722. The weather is turning colder, but the action is just starting to heat up on the tables at Party Poker in New Jersey. Sign up with code EXIT7A and take advantage of Party Poker's new sign-up offer of $25 free, plus a first deposit match up to $600 and start playing poker online today. Daily tournaments, cash games, sit-and-goes. The Party Poker U.S. Network offers players an opportunity to participate in their favorite poker tournaments online every day, all day. And don't forget about their Sunday tournament featuring $35,000 in guaranteed prize money. 
So head on over to nj.partypoker.com and sign up today with our promo code EXIT7A. New customers get $25 free when registering, plus you also get a first deposit match up to $600. That's code EXIT7A to get your $25 free when registering and your first deposit match up to $600. The cards are in the air at partypoker.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Dave Shuttle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of January 25th, 2021. According to the New Jersey Division of Gaming Enforcement, the state's online casino and poker industry reached a revenue record for the month of December. The DGE reported almost $99.5 million in iGaming revenue, more than doubling the revenue from December of 2019. Total online gaming revenue came within $30 million of the $1 billion mark for the year. The opening date has been announced for Philadelphia's newest casino. Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia will open on February 11th. The 510,000-square-foot property will have over 2,000 slot machines, 121 table games, a poker room, and a FanDuel-branded sportsbook. Live Philly is owned and run by the Cordish Company, which also owns Live Casino Maryland and Live Casino Pittsburgh. And finally, the oldest casino in Las Vegas is celebrating a birthday. The Golden Gate Casino on Fremont Street is 115 years old. The property was opened by J.F. Miller in 1906 as the Hotel Nevada with rooms going for $1 a day. Owner Derek Stevens said, quote, it's the oldest building in Las Vegas. I think that's pretty cool. We think it is too. Happy birthday, Golden Gate, from all of us at House of Cards. If any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation, send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HFC Radio. Unlock your best self with the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Use promo code RADIO15 at morelabs.com to get 15% off your first purchase of the Life Hack Pack or any of their other great products. That's promo code RADIO15 to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off your first purchase at morelabs.com. The Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Drink smart with morning recovery, sleep easy with dream well, and get more done with liquid focus. You can finally do it all with help from More Labs. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you here. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly. Your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective. You know, when we talk about online sports betting and online gaming, uh, we have to talk about Michigan. And by the way, we want to welcome all our new listeners on WKMI Kalamazoo Talk Radio 1360. Got to say hi to everyone in Michigan. Talk to me about Michigan. I, I, I mean, we're recording this uh like you said, in January 20th. So uh, as we speak, uh, sports betting actually could go live before this is even brought out to the uh, radio airwaves. Yeah. Um, oh, I just wanted to make one other comment on the last topic as sure. well, and then I'll get into Michigan here. Um, yeah, you were asking about how New York affects the nation as a whole, and I think, it, it, you know, I would just say briefly that New York is the state. California is the biggest state in terms of population, but New York is the symbolic state of the U.S., this huge economy, this hugely wealthy place uh, with all kinds of sports teams and so much uh, tourism, so many people that, you know, just come to New York for whatever reason. And so I think it's it's the most important market ever to launch. So I'll leave it at that on that. <laughs> okay. And uh, as far as Michigan's concerned, yes, uh, I'm expecting today's January 20th, Wednesday, uh, the Michigan market is going to launch on Friday, the 22nd. Several okay. operators have already announced this, so it should be live by the time of this broadcast. And 
what I would say is that it's going to be awesome. Uh, Michigan's going to be like New Jersey, I think, in a lot of ways. Uh, it's going to be a robust market with a lot of competition, a lot of uh, really good sportsbook offerings, a lot of really good online casino, and eventually online poker offerings, uh, and online poker that's extremely likely to be uh, interlinked with the online poker industry in New Jersey and other states, meaning that player pools should be growing and big tournaments and, and you know lots of cash game offerings and so on and so forth. Uh, it should all be there. And so I, I think Michigan is going to be great. I think it's going to be the second best online gambling market in the country pretty quickly. And, uh, and that's exciting if you're in Michigan and you're into this stuff or if you're in the business. So, um, you know, we were actually, I guess it was two years ago now that the Michigan legislature passed a law. And then right before the end of the year, Governor Rick Snyder at the time vetoed it. And it was too late for the legislature, which, which actually did have a veto override majority for this. They, they were at, didn't even have time to come back and override the veto. It was kind of strategically planned this way, I guess. And so we had to wait a whole extra year, and that was disappointing. But I remember even at that time, which was a little over two years ago now, I was I was so excited about Michigan because I thought it was just set up so well for success. Uh, the way the law was structured, uh, just the way that that state is in general with all the sports enthusiasm there and, and everything else. Um, I, I really feel a lot of positive vibes coming from that direction. Uh, it's a state I actually haven't visited in a while, and I'm thinking about taking a trip up there to check everything out uh, once once travel becomes normal again. So, um, you know, could bring at least one tourist to the state. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm really, really feeling good about it. I think people will see very quickly that there's going to be a lot on offer for customers. Now, now, when we talk about online casinos in Michigan and online sports books, I mean, what, who are the players that we should expect to see there? Is, is it the DraftKings? Is it the FanDuel? Is it MGM? Who can we expect to see in Michigan? Yeah, all three of those. Those are kind of um, becoming three of, I guess, the biggest, if not the three biggest, all around the country. Um, but you're going to see quite a number of competitors in Michigan um, win bet. For example, who recently launched that's from uh, Win, like the Win Casino in Las Vegas. They're going to be launching in Michigan, uh, Barstool Sports and uh, Hollywood Casino, both from Penn National Gaming, are expected to be there soon. Poker Stars and uh, Fox Bet from the Stars Group will will be involved in the market. Rush Street, which runs Bet Rivers online casino and sportsbook. Uh, who are also in a lot of states and one of the biggest nationwide now uh, will be present. Uh, there's going to be quite a lot of competitors, several more than the ones I just said even. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that you're going to see pretty much all of the biggest and, and best brands and even the medium-sized ones from New Jersey and Pennsylvania and elsewhere uh, dipping their feet into Michigan very quickly. You know, one of the sports books that everyone's been talking about is Barstool Sports. I mean, there's a great article in MIBets.com from Jeff Edelstein, who really covers Michigan very well. I, I know they have a presence in Michigan. I mean, do you expect them to be a major player in the Michigan sports book market? Because let me tell you something, they had a phenomenal month in Pennsylvania. I think they were number one in revenue. I think they had a 19% hold, which, I mean, I've never heard of that before, but it's, it's an incredible month. In, uh, in Pennsylvania for December. Do you expect them to be as successful in Michigan? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty blown away by what happened with Barstool in December in Pennsylvania. To yeah. be honest, uh, it's, it's very uh, surprising and impressive and shows a lot about um, how some of the assumptions that people are making early on about the U.S. sports betting market may not be accurate. It also uh, makes a lot of the naysayers, myself included at times, about Penn National's investment into Barstool, maybe look like we didn't know what we were talking about. <laughs> Those guys at, at uh, Penn National are, are pretty smart, it turns out. And, uh, and so, um, I mean, just, just to give a little bit of context here, um, so Barstool Sports led Pennsylvania in sports betting revenue in uh, December which is remarkable on a number of levels. They're very new. They just launched a couple months ago. 
history just with, uh, you know, the, uh, the years of effort that FanDuel and DraftKings have been doing building database there. And Bet Rivers was the first to launch more than uh, well over a year ago, about a year and a half ago in Pennsylvania. So Barstool quickly caught up and passed all those guys in terms of revenue. Uh, but what was really remarkable about that, because I think a lot of people thought Barstool would be relevant, uh, is that they did it with significantly less uh, handle than typically uh, would be expected to produce as much revenue as they did. And they did it by um, apparently attracting just a huge percentage of people betting parlays <laughs> in ways that they just aren't on other books. Um, there's been a lot of you know talk about just value hunting U.S. sports betters, the people that are looking for all the odds boosts and bonuses and, uh, you know, lowest, lowest big bets and price shopping between all the books. And then you look at Barstool and you see something very different, at least so far. You see what appears to be an audience that um, has an affinity for the brand and that is gambling based on, you know, what they're hearing from their preferred media outlet, which is the same media outlet that's providing the uh, the lines to them. And uh, and so, you know, this is a rough analysis. I haven't dove deep into this, but from what I've seen, it, it shows that there's another model here, possibly a way to quite a lot of revenue without the level of spending that you've seen uh, from some of these other operators. Something uh, really interesting that I saw this morning uh, on Twitter was uh, an analyst that I follow in the industry was talking about how uh, I think it was FanDuel had spent like something like 70% of its, of its revenue on bonuses or something like that. And, uh, and Barstool had spent 5%. I, I'm probably butchering these numbers, but it, the, the difference was that striking that, um, you know, some of these bigger operators, like particularly FanDuel and DraftKings, who lose a lot of money so far on U.S. sports betting, even if they're the leaders, uh, that they're spending so much on promotions and Barstool is spending so little at the end of the day. Like what they're investing in is content. And so, yes, Penn National spent an absolute ton of money on Barstool, a shocking amount of money just to, requ- just to acquire a, a minority stake. But uh, it looks like now if they're launched in a whole bunch of different U.S. states, that there's potential to really make big money off that investment as they attract gamblers that – <laughs> they gamble like this and have to spend so much less money on just constantly throwing money at them to, to keep them on the site. And and just another little nugget on that, I just think about myself and, and I'm probably, I'm sure I'm not the typical user because I'm so plugged in with all this stuff all the time, but I'm, I'm you know nowhere near a pro gambler or anything like that. But when I go up to Tennessee, which is where I've done most of my recent sports betting, because uh, I've been up there a couple of times in the last uh, three months, uh, something that I, I find myself doing is just uh, every day going on and seeing what odds boosts are available or what free bets have been offered to me. And probably like half the bets I make are, are based on getting better odds or, or on, you know, some special deal. I, I'm getting every one of those, like, you know, will Derrick Henry have at least 20 rush yards today, bet $50 to win $50 or whatever. And it's just free. Yeah, it's free fifty dollars they're giving me. I'm taking advantage of every one of those, and uh, and, and that's expensive. I I mean, I imagine I, I know that I've cashed out more than I put in in Tennessee, and that probably shouldn't be happening because I'm me. But uh, <laughs> but you know, Barstool they've found a different model, and that model could get them profitable. So kudos to them. You know, I, I saw those bar stool numbers, and I was reminded of what a, a lot of professional gamblers told me. They they always said parlays don't build bankrolls; they build sports books. And I, I, I that's the first thing I thought of when I saw those numbers from uh, Barstool. Well, good for them. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not a, I'm not you know uh, one of these people that's out there telling everyone to bet parlays. I, I you know, I, I'm probably more the value seeker myself. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, someone's got to get profitable in this yep. industry, Absolutely. and those guys have, have shown a new way. And so I think it, it you know, brings about another really important point, which is that lots of people want to declare winners uh, in this industry. I think that a whole lot of the people, myself included, have come from more of a poker-focused background just because of when we came into the industry and, and how that was the big product. 
and we saw how poker worked out, how there were a whole bunch of people fighting early on, and then a couple of big winners emerged, and most of the others kind of receded or struggled to maintain profitability. And then we saw the same thing happen with DFS, where really it ended up just being two companies after after a while, and, uh, and it's kind of stayed that way. And, and maybe we, we don't have as much sports betting experience. Um, and, you know, I've kept an open mind about it and I see that it's different. But with sports betting, just people aren't as focused on building that early liquidity advantage and using that liquidity to build more liquidity. It's, it's more that we see people taking different approaches. FanDuel and DraftKings have been very heavy on trying to build market share early. And we've seen that lately, I think, from BetMGM and from... Uh, you know, Rush Street to an extent, but then there are others like Bet365 or Unibet coming over from Europe that have taken their time a bit more. Bet365 in particular is uh, notable to me just because they've got such a reputation as being, you know, quote unquote sharps in the industry. No one expects them to enter a market and not be highly competitive for the top spot or top spots in that market. And yet they've been very, very quiet in New Jersey and haven't launched in many other states. And uh, I, I think that what Bet365 is doing, it, it's hard to know exactly, but I have a feeling they've got a strategy and a plan to get one of those top spots, and they're going to do it in a different way than FanDuel and DraftKings have done it so far. They're going to find a way to, to be competitive there. And, and you look at Barstool and you see another example, just someone doing something different, taking a different approach, and finding a way to get relevant very quickly. And so, uh, you know, five years from now, it's, it's anyone's guess who the market leaders are going to be, but the, the industry is going to look different than it looks right now. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits Line now. It's easy. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-217-1797. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. Plus... Free shipping! Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. 
Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective. I want to ask about another state that's going to start with sports betting, and that's Virginia. What will sports betting look like in Virginia when it finally starts up? It's going to be another good market, I think. Of course, it doesn't have online casino and poker like Michigan does, but it's a big state and a wealthy state, uh, and you know will attract a lot of that D.C. market, which is very underserved currently by uh, the uh, the lottery monopoly in Washington. And so uh, I think that Virginia's going to look very good. I think many of the bigs are going to be there, the big operators, and are going to be investing heavily. And the state has been kind of quiet about when it's going to launch compared to Michigan, which has given a lot more updates. But we all expect it to be online possibly before even the Super Bowl, and certainly not long after if, uh, you know, if it doesn't make it before the Super Bowl. And I think the market is going to be is going to be solid and competitive. And uh, I actually saw they're they're advancing a bill now to expand the number of sportsbook licensees, which is already, I believe, at twelve, and they're looking to expand it even further. So there should be quite a bit of competition for what is, I think, the tenth or eleventh biggest uh, population in the country, and and I think also top five in terms of wealth per capita. So I would expect it to look you know, in some ways like New Jersey, at least in terms of the demographics. It doesn't have the the gambling background. The state doesn't have the gambling background New Jersey has, and it doesn't have New York City right there. But uh, I think that it should be a solid growth opportunity for the industry, and especially with Maryland not live yet and probably not live extremely soon, uh, Virginia can, can suck up a lot of that uh, the, the people from Maryland and bring them in as well for a while anyway. So uh, they've got they've got a lot of chances to do well. You know, Virginia reminds me of another state that just started sports betting that doesn't have casinos, and that's Tennessee. Is Tennessee a good model for Virginia to follow? Because on the surface, they seem to be a similar gaming market. I mean, there are no casinos and only online sports books. Is Tennessee a good blueprint for Virginia? In, in some ways, uh, I think Virginia is going to be better, just a better market than Tennessee overall. Um, and partly for reasons I said before, just regarding demographics and the population, it's a bigger state and a better overall market. And, uh, there should be more operators, at least in the early going. I would expect in Tennessee, there have only been four operators to launch so far, even though a fifth, Churchill Downs, did get approval recently. They haven't come online yet. Uh, Virginia, I would expect more than four or five to launch, uh, I guess more quickly because we're now almost three months into Tennessee and still only have those original four. And so I do think the market will roll out faster. Tennessee is doing well now, but they took a very, very long time to get live and had a lot of issues, just kind of some revolving personnel and so on. And, uh, and some weird local political uh, things that, made it a little more challenging, I guess, for everyone to get to consensus on what the rules should be. They ended up with this, this crazy minimum hold requirement that was pushed for by the folks behind Action 24-7 uh, for, for whatever reason. And uh, it's just, it's made, it, it's created an unnatural constraint there that we won't have in Virginia. So I actually, I think Virginia will be 
understand that the lottery is regulating it and that, uh, you know, there's no other, no other real gambling products, I guess, other than the lottery. But, uh, I, I think it's going to be a bit different, a little, little better in terms of competitiveness and, and early market offering. Where, where is Virginia right now with regard to sports betting? I mean, when can we expect to see Virginia go live with sports betting? I think, I think before the Super Bowl, but they've been pretty tight lipped and it's been hard to get answers on when it's launching. All the focus is on Michigan right now, at least for us, just because we have a firm date that's launching uh, January 22nd or, you know, by the time people listen to this, it launched. January 22nd. Uh, Virginia could be any day, though. It could be next week. It could be the week after, or it could be in late February or March, but I, I think sooner rather than later. Adam, we don't have a lot of time, but I certainly want to get your opinion on a very big story in the gambling industry. Sheldon Adelson has passed away. I mean, a lot of people agree with him. A lot of people disagree with him. But I think everyone can agree that he was a very vocal and influential figure in the gambling industry. In your opinion, what has he meant for the gambling business, and what does his passing mean for the future of gambling, and especially online gambling, which he was not a fan of? Yeah, I'll try to be, you know, I'm not a fan, uh, but I'll try to be somewhat even-handed here and just say that he was certainly an innovator, uh, the guy that was ahead of his time in many ways uh, in terms of the properties that he built out, the uh, industry growth that he was behind. I think almost everyone I know agrees that the Venetian is a gorgeous property and an amazing property and that they aggressively pushed growth in Las Vegas that, you know, by building more and more buildings, even around the time of the recession in the late 2000s, uh, that, that have really paid off for them and they've become just a dominant property in Las Vegas and in Macau as well, as I understand. And, uh, and as well as I, I believe being the premier convention uh, location, the Sands being the premier convention location in Las Vegas, at least from my perspective. So um, I, I think that he did some incredible things. He was behind incredible industry growth and some of the nicest and most successful properties in the world. Um, that said, uh, I'm personally just, I struggle with uh, how much how much influence he's exerted just single-handedly over politics both in the U.S. and internationally, and, and you know, just kind of what that means in general, regardless of agreement or disagreement, just the idea that one person can have so much influence that people will shape entire policy agendas around this person. And, and in our case, it, it did get personal because one of his biggest agenda items uh, was to stop online gambling from growing. And it's something that, that I personally disagree with strongly that, that certainly also disagrees with our ability to grow our own business and our industry's ability to grow. And it's never been clear exactly why he opposed online gambling so staunchly when it's really always been clear that it was coming. It, you know, it, it was a matter of when and not if. And I think that, you know, Mr. Adelson just kind of made it his prerogative to delay it and, and obstruct it as long as possible. And, uh, and it hurt, it hurt us. Um, you know, it hurt a lot of people close to this industry, those years, those in between years where there was nothing outside of New Jersey, really, and other states were not passing laws. Adelson was definitely a big, a big factor in that. He was a big factor in the, uh, attorney general's opinion that came out last year that, um, you know, that, that online gambling violated the Wire Act and, uh, He's a big factor in a number of, of bills that got introduced but not passed in Congress trying to ban online gambling. And, uh, you know, he just, he really did become like villain number one to our industry. And so, uh, you know, while I respect and admire a lot of what he did, uh, and I think that, you know, in the end, he lost out in the online gambling war. It's, it's just, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to bring up all the positive feels for the guy when he was so directly in the way of, of our ability to grow our business for so many years. Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective, thanks so much for coming on and keeping us updated on what's going on in the gambling world. As always, you give us great information, and we look forward to having you on next time. Yeah, thanks. It's great to be here again. Well, that'll do it for us this week on House of Cards. If you go into one of the newly reopened casinos, poker rooms, or sports books, please be safe.
We'll see you next time on House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.